All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage podcast. I'm your host, David Dassaw, and join with me as per usual is my sultry and sexy co-host, Ted White. How are you doing? Good, sir. I am. Uh, I'm hanging in there, man. It's uh, yeah, it's been a week. Yeah, it's it has been a week. It, it certainly. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, the weather, you know, it's got me down. <laughs> Oh my God. It's, it's It's dark earlier. Maybe I'm depressed. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, someone should call the North because their weather showed up at our doorstep drunk again. Mm -hmm. Um, so they need to come, come get their weather. Um, Yeah. This week's climate has basically been like the, uh, the, the X that is an X for a lot of good reasons. Storming back into your life to, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> try and kick your front door down and get the police called on you, even though you're trying to move on with your life, Stephanie. <laughs> wow, that was oddly specific. Yeah, that's not from personal experience, but moving uh, right along. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. Yes, cold weather, um, nuts are up in the throats, and um, ladies, I, I don't know what it's like for you whenever it gets cold, uh, I guess nipples poke out because that's what happens for us too don't feel like that's a that's a one-to-one but okay yeah it's either way it's fucking cold but we're, we're gonna get through it march it's just around the corner which again holy shit like how the hell did that happen like it was just march last week wasn't it yeah, um, 2020 was, it somehow felt like both uh, 30 years and like 12 minutes long. I don't quite know how. Yeah, like time, yeah, time is no longer what it once was. You yeah, know. this is the bad uh, place. <laughs> right, the the upside down, I guess, if you will, mm, minus yeah. the dem- Demogorgons and So far, at least, we don't know. Right, yeah. They they could make their appearance in 2021. Yeah, that's the summer 2021 uh, <laughs> right, that's, season that's the, twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we got the M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong coming down yeah, around the pike. That's and, the mid-season hype moment right there. <laughs> right, yeah. Right before the break. <clears throat> kick our door in and be like, ha! We got yeah. everything on fire for you. Anyways, that's, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about today, the weather. Um... What we are here to talk about today is movie hot takes. Um, everything that you are in the minority of. And this is the, I guess, quote unquote, love edition. Uh, we're going to do, uh, I, I guess, I don't know if hate would be the right word, but yeah, uh, we have the flip side of this um, coming uh, coming down the pike uh, in, in a few weeks. But as of uh, right now, as of this episode, we are just doing um, movies that we really, really enjoy or love, but find ourselves in the minority of, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I just explained to you what a hot take is. Yeah, I think some of these are probably more like lukewarm takes, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ted, how you feeling about this episode? You, you got your list all lined up? Yeah, um, so... It, I'll be honest with you. This one was kind of difficult for me, yeah. not because, um, you know, not because I don't like movies that a lot of other people don't. I, I mean, that's generally the the exact opposite of what's true. You know, I have weird, mm-hmm. I'm into weird shit. You know that. Right. Um, but more so just because I've never really been overly concerned with how critically or 
commercially is not really the right the right word but like how acclaimed a movie is um i've always just liked what i've liked and not really cared so it was kind of difficult for me i had to really go and be like okay what are the movies that i know i have watched that i know i like were not good to most (laughs) other people so i was like going through my letterboxed and I was like, okay, anything under a three, that's fair game. That's fair game. How does that only need a 2.5? Fuck all of you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, I, I think I'm going to have a lot more picks to, to rifle off for our, you know, uh, flip of this, you know, uh, movies that I think are overhyped or, you know, loved too much that, that oh, i'm oh, not yeah. too high on I, I don't know why i mean that like it doesn't make sense to me that it's like that because i feel like i'm pretty lax when it comes to movies in general and, and what it takes for a movie to like i don't get me going or make me like the movie i guess it, right it, it, it just i don't know like a I'm a simple man, you know, so it doesn't really take a whole lot. Yeah, uh, I'm uh I'm definitely gonna have a ton of movies on my uh on the reverse list we do, but that's another podcast or another time. All right, yeah. Uh we we figured it would probably be best to split them up. That way we can kind of give both sides its um fair due, I guess. Right. And also that gives us one less episode we have to plan in the future. <laughs> Uh, precisely, uh, my friend, precisely. Uh, but anyways, so before we get into the, uh, the, the brass tacks of it all, um, if, uh, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, um, we, we appreciate your listenership. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, we know that we've, uh, we've said this a, a few times the, the last couple episodes, but our download numbers inexplicably have been going up for hmm. some and, reason. And no one knows because the show's not getting better. So <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in to what is probably best known as the most lukewarm and mediocre show on your, uh, your subscription podcast uh, playlist. So congratulations on that. Um, but we will do our best to make sure that you don't regret um spending excuse me spending an hour uh listening to our bs so yeah there's that that's right although if you turn it off after the 10 minute mark you're not going to get the full effect so you might regret it (laughs) right there's a there's valuable information in here somewhere the the thing is we you don't know if it's in the first five minutes or the last five minutes and the kicker is we don't know if it's in the yeah. first five minutes or the last five minutes. We also cannot guarantee there's valuable information in the podcast. That's <laughs> mostly a sales pitch. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it could all just be bullshit. <laughs> just and in be. fact, probably is. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, nevertheless, uh, thank you to, to everyone that has tuned in and uh, has has chosen to pick our podcast to, to listen to we very much appreciate it um so ted um i think we are good to go if you are ready i was born ready <laughs> you're goddamn right <laughs> <laughs> let's hit that little beeping sound that makes <clears throat> it sound like the a tiny truck backing up boop
so Ted, before we jump into our picks, we did uh, late or no earlier this week because uh, it's Saturday. Um, I know this will be released on a Wednesday, but yeah, time is irrelevant as we discussed. As we've already discussed, yeah, right. Uh, so earlier this week, we posted on our Facebook group page um, a poll asking for your movie hot takes, movies that. Uh, you enjoy but seem to be in uh, the minority of folks that enjoy those movies um, yeah and, and i think we should also kind of put a, a little uh caveat emptor in here so to speak we're not trying to have a debate about whether a movie is objectively good or not right okay yeah. it's all about how you feel about it your opinion your uh, subjective opinion so yeah um yeah thanks ted we we do have a uh, a certain set of criteria a criteria that we have uh, perfected over a certain uh, set of years um, yeah. that make uh, us aka I, we talked about this last tuesday and i was like yes that sounds good put it in the show notes <laughs> right um so it's not necessarily going to be like you know i like this movie and everyone else doesn't next movie on the list it'll it'll be it's kind of like porn, you know, you, it, that, that, that classic definition that someone threw out there. That's like, it's hard to describe, but I know it when I see it, hmm. you know, usually so. there's penetration of something <laughs> by something. For, for me, it's when the penis goes in. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing, man. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, I think, I guess anatomically and biologically, that's, you know, how it works. But anyways, uh, that's, that's not what we're here to talk about today. I don't. I don't think unless we <laughs> unless we just want to switch gears here for a second. Nope, that's next uh, week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, like I said, we had some submissions on our Facebook uh, group page poll. Hey, how was that for alliteration? Um, so Chris V. He suggested Love Stinks. Uh, Ted, have you heard of this movie? Uh, uh, no. I no, I've okay. not, which is surprising yeah. because I've heard of every movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like that, that dull dude from family guy with the backwards hat that likes, he's kind of like friends with Chris and he claims to have uh, seen every yeah. movie. Yeah. That's basically you. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I'm taller, but that's not inaccurate. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it really doesn't matter in this case. I know Chris, he. Um, he's a neighbor of mine, but he literally has never listened to any podcast, including mine. Um, so there's so a very fuck him chance. and his non-podcast <laughs> listening opinion. Uh, I'm sure he's right. a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, a friend of the show, John A, wrote in the Butterfly Effect, stating that it was probably the lowest rated movie in his top ten. Now I- I'm confused by that, David. Does he mean it's the lowest rated movie for him, so it's like number ten, or does he mean that? generally speaking it's the that's the movie that has the lowest consensus the lowest consensus opinion among other people that he considers his top 10 i that one the the latter uh i I, that's what i gathered um although you do bring up an interesting point so i may need to get with him with clarification Hmm. uh but but that that is what i it doesn't matter i was just curious (laughs) yeah uh I, i mean that's an that's an okay movie um i remember um a friend of mine not long after the movie came out being like it's a lot like donnie darko but with a more handsome male lead and i was just like that's a weird thing to say <laughs> right that's a, like <laughs> how, how you judge it what like that's such a weird thing to judge a movie by like the lead's better looking it's a div- you know it's but you know <laughs> 
Okay. That's, the, that's literally the only difference. Yeah, there, right. There's there's still men in rabbit suits and and talk of time travel and and yeah. beasties and. I mean, you know, uh, two teenage heartthrobs, uh, time travel, basically the same movie. Although, yeah, I I don't know. Moving on, um, so Susie G, she suggested Eyes Wide Shut. Um, that's a great t- movie. Yeah, uh, I think objectively speaking, it's it's a good movie. Of course, that we we did say at the top that that's not really what we're here to talk about. Um, right. But I mean, granted, you could be in a the the only one in your circle of friends that dislikes it. Um, no, I mean, I think um, I think it's a very misunderstood movie by a lot oh, of people yeah, because sure. I, I think a lot of people when they saw oh Kubrick's making a sex movie was kind of what they were going to and I was like why would anyone think that Kubrick never made <laughs> that kind of like erotica type movie like why would he do that now as like a, you know a septuagenarian right um so I mean I, I I think that it fits the criteria because I do think that a lot of people don't hold it in very high regard especially considering who the director is and who was involved in the film mm-hmm. um, but it is a really good fucking movie and I support uh, I support this person's claim yeah uh, I think just the score alone is is <clears throat> enough to send this movie into the fucking stratosphere like taking a a hint from Jaws with the most basic tones you could possibly think of just sending chills down your spine just also the movie is kind of fucking horrifying um in, <laughs> just in a, a lot tad. of aspects just a little bit but it's, it's a great one I, I fully support that inclusion on the list uh they also had showgirls which is funny because that's actually also on my list <laughs> It's a legitimately well, good, it's a legitimately good movie in my opinion. I, I but it, we'll, cool. we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll put a pin in that for whenever we get to your list. Uh, friend of the show, Olivia H said the Hobbit trilogy. Now, I I have not seen the Hobbit films. I do know that they were pretty divisive uh, amongst watchers, right. so to speak, uh, so to say. Um, and they're definitely not held in the same regard that like the original Lord of the Rings trilogy is. No. So. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely pretty heavy on the CG, so I can see how that like deterred a lot of people. Uh, I, I know that they also took a lot of like, I don't know if you want to call them artistic liberties, but you know, uh, Legolas was not in the the Hobbit, the book, and I, I know some people were enthused they they decided to add legolas in uh and then other people like i guess purists were like what the fuck uh you know yeah i um i don't really have any other opinions on it other than like i said i, I know that it's definitely held in a much lower regard my my right. only thing i guess my only opinion on it is like why in the name of god did you turn one book into three feature length movies <laughs> it's not even a very long book yeah um i i remember when when peter jackson announced that he was going to be splitting it into three movies i personally was excited i I guess just because it was like taking all of the 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 small details from the book and like squeezing every 
single last drop that you can into the movies uh, to translate the the small details into the movie. So I I think that's why I was excited about it. And Um, what did you learn? That it didn't necessarily need to go down that way. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, But Hey, I, I still enjoyed them. Uh, me personally, I, I liked the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, I, I did not, I will admit, I did not like it as much as the uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but I still enjoyed the hell out of it. So, I think, um, I think it definitely fits our criteria, though. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I feel like it definitely fits in there. Um, Ryan P., he threw out the curious case of Benjamin Button. Uh, I have to be real honest here. I have not seen this movie yet. Uh, I don't know why. It's been on my list for a while. David Fincher is like one of my favorite directors of all time, but for some reason I just have not gotten to this movie. Um, but I I do feel like it kind of fits the criteria. I remember when it came out and it was pretty, pretty polarizing. It, it, isn't that right? Um, I, I don't really remember it being polarizing. I, I know somebody else commented on the poll and was like, didn't it win a bunch of fucking Oscars? And yeah, I think it did. Um, <laughs> I, I personally have not seen it because I don't really have an interest in seeing it. I mean, I like Fincher, but I'm not, you know, I just, this movie wasn't, wasn't doing it for me. Sure. Um, so I, I can't personally speak to whether or not it belongs on the list, but you know what? I'm going to just, we're going to let him have this one. So, uh, friend of the show and friend IRL, uh, Gail. Uh, has selected twilight and rika f she she chose twilight as well oh yeah i I see that a little further down um i i personally have never seen any of the twilight films um you're missing out i don't feel like i am (laughs) um i I, do they like do they belong on like i don't is it a hot take that they're good actually because weren't they maybe maybe i'm bending the criteria on this one but like I feel like a lot of people really like them. I don't know that they're disliked. Maybe so, they're disliked by people that aren't the target audience. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's really hard <clears throat> to get into it on just a surface level. Like, Hey, we're going to spend a quick, like 60 to 90 seconds on this topic and move on. Um, it would really need its, um, its own episode to describe the, well, the we'll phenomenon. Just skip, skip right by it then. I know it was a big deal. Um, I know Twilight is having a little bit of a renaissance right now uh, for some reason or another. I, I think it might have to do with Midnight Sun, uh, which was just recently published, but uh, I, I could be wrong. Um, either way, I, I kind of see it fitting in into the criteria a little bit. Ted, you were correct that they were pretty fucking big when the books and then subsequent movies came out right but then you know it was pretty easy like to shit on these movies because you know objectively they were made to make money as the sole purpose (sighs) essentially yeah but devoid of artistic credit and merit (laughs) Yeah, we're like like you said, we're we're gonna skip over this so we don't have to <laughs> jump so we, into so we don't get canceled on the twitter.com. That's right, fair. yeah. Uh so uh good friend of the show and fellow patron Jeff B, he said uh Rise of Skywalker. Um we are going to skip over this one for now because it is actually on my list as well. And I have some thoughts and feelings, so we'll dive into that whenever the time comes. 
So yeah, thanks for your submission, Jeff. Yeah, a uh, friend of the show, Megan Z, picked Moulin Rouge, which um, I, I don't recall having ever seen. The only thing I remember about Moulin Rouge is that it had that really obnoxious song that was like everywhere for a while, and 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 everybody thought they could speak French as a result. Uh, yeah, the the Lady Marmalade. Yeah, Lady Marmalade. Avec moi. And I'm like, that's like one sentence in French. That does not make you fucking. Whew, I'm getting on a. It's warm in here. Is it? Is it hot? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 hot. Are you hot? Um, no. I I responded like, wait people don't like this movie like how can you not fucking like this it's got ewan ewan mcgregor it's got who is delightful uh, right it, and it's got um so other people presumably um, <laughs> no it's uh from eyes wide shut um nicole kidman yes thank you nicole kidman and they they're both delightful like they're they're fantastic and, and so to hear her say that like people that she knows say that they don't like it i was like i'm gonna drive up to where you live and then like kick them in the schnuts because that's that's what you deserve for not liking moulin rouge um that's a little extreme but either way we don't encourage violence unless violence is necessary <laughs> right and in this case eh, maybe it is this is a yeah mm, yeah don't know don't know <laughs> right um moving on steve l he suggested my little eye uh ted have you heard of this one he, he said that it's kind of like a, a not so well-known horror flick uh no i i must admit a lack of familiarity with this one as well i'm losing my bona fides during this episode no it's it's cool he, i mean he did admit that he wasn't really sure if it would qualify as a hot take but um yeah He's really into like obscure horror movies. I I'd like to get you and him in the same room for a conversation because I feel like it that would be an interesting dynamic. He he's got a very weird taste in movies. Okay, um, well, a man so. after my own heart. Uh, next we have Brooke, who selected the Speed Racer movie. The uh, the is it Wachowskis or Wachowskis? Uh, I think. I think it's the Wachowskis. I can't remember right? how it's pronounced. So Which, we're going to what? say the Wachowskis. That's probably wrong, but none of this matters. Yes. Um, that movie was like reviled when it came out. So oh, I, yeah. I want to say this is a great pick as a hot take. Yeah, how, I think. However, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. However, it's kind of getting a little bit of a reappraisal by, by people lately in the last year or so. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to allow it as, you know, obviously my opinion matters here, of course, but uh, I think it's a great pick because like I said, I don't remember anyone ever saying a good thing about this movie. Yeah, me neither. Until like 28 days ago. <laughs> yeah. So when she said Speed Racer, I was like, that's probably <clears throat> the best hot take on this list. Yeah. Um, And then, but, but I remember it, it was kind of having like you said a little bit of a renaissance and reappraisal and in its value and what the movie is trying to do i've never seen it i just like kind of like what you were saying it came out everyone was shitting on it so i was like okay well i guess it's just not worth seeing uh so i just never really got around to seeing it uh, i never watched it because i was such a fan of the cartoon growing up mm -hmm. i was just like i don't want this to ruin anything for me so i'm going to avoid it Right. And I've never really come up back around to giving it a chance. I mean, maybe I should because the, the, the Wachowskis, the Wachowskis, however, however you say their goddamn name, 
they're very talented individuals. Um, mm -hmm. So may maybe, maybe may this maybe would make good. Actually. Yeah, maybe maybe we should uh, put a pin in this for a, a potential watch along in the near, uh -huh. near future. That's I an idea. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think that. Uh, oh no, we we still got a couple more. Um, so uh, Robert E. He uh, voiced his pick of a uh, last action hero. Um, I wasn't aware that people disliked this movie. Um, yeah, this is another I, really divisive one. Yeah, I, I, I get it though. I mean, it's it's kind of th this is the one with. Um, Arnold. Arnold, yeah, yeah. Uh, get, get down, get Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember watching the shit out of this movie when I was younger. Like I was a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Of like, course, you were a male child in the 1990s. <laughs> in terms of him being an actor, like I was a huge fan. Yeah, same. Um, Still am, in fact. So yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think is a real stand-up dude. Like, yeah, he's he, a. Aside he, from the whole cheating on his wife thing, he's a good dude. Sure. IRL. <laughs> right. No, no one, nobody's no, perfect. Nobody's perfect. I was, I was just going to say the same thing. Like, I mean, Hey, we're not advocating for cheating on your spouse, but, uh, yeah, like you said, nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. But, uh, yeah. Bill Burr has a great bit about that. I'm not going to, you know, go into it because I would derail the podcast. And also I don't want to, you know, steal another guy's joke, but, uh, right. Bill Burr has a fucking phenomenal and hysterical bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger um, that I encourage everybody to look up. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good pick because I think it is kind of a hot take. Although this movie has kind of gotten a reappraisal recently as, as we talked about with speed racer. I mm -hmm. do think that um, I think it was ahead of its time uh, in that a lot of films that not necessarily borrowed ideas from this, but kind of were in that same vein with some of the meta stuff and the humor. Um, right kind of came along afterwards and i think if this movie came out maybe 10 years later it would have been more generally accepted i guess but sure. I, I think well it's, i think it's a i don't think it's a great movie i think it's got some great ideas that are not necessarily well executed but i think it's a great uh great pick for this list yeah yeah for sure cool uh you got the last one yeah and uh friend of the show mckenzie Pick the Master of Disguise, which is, 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 was she talking about the Dana Carvey movie? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, I have not seen this. So uh, I, I just remember like the proto meme of like turtle, turtle. Um, I, I've never seen it either because I love myself too much for that. But hey, whatever <laughs> floats your boat, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I can't speak to the validity of it being a, an actual hot take or not but you know hey if if you think it is then good job and uh mm -hmm. thank you for your submission and thank you everyone uh for for your submissions we appreciate your participation and giving us an ability to make this podcast a little bit longer with this cool segment so yeah probably too long now actually because we're uh, already like minute 40 but we're gonna end eh. a bunch out this is totally fine none of this matters <laughs> eh, fuck it all right uh <clears throat> well so now that we got picks. the bad opinions out of the way let's get the good stuff going right, <laughs> <laughs> right. get to the people that really matter, the matter. that's right the talent yeah <laughs> fucking jerk offs <laughs> Uh, shit. Okay. We call well, you people normies. Right. All right. So my first pick is the penultimate 
terrible fucking movie. And that is Plan 9 from Outer Space. Now, some people hate this movie because it is actually objectively bad. Um, anyone that says it's a good movie is lying to your fucking face. Yeah, they don't care about you. Right. Um, and uh, Or your well-being. Um, and then some people like it unironically. Uh, but regardless of where you stand, um, th- this is where I stand. I-, I-, I like it and I think it's fucking fun to watch. And it's it reminds me a lot of uh it kind of feels like if i was to direct a movie i just i would be a it'd just be a mess like someone would be knocking over props like you know there's a scene where uh where the girl she's like she rises from the grave and she's like walking through the graveyard and she like kicks a tombstone and it like rattles and like they should have reshot that scene, but he was like, "No, it, it's fine. Like, we'll we'll just keep going, and you know, we'll we'll focus on other things." Like, hopefully, no would, one notices. Right? That would that would totally be me directing a movie. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't give a shit enough to like get everything right. Um, I'm I'm not that much of a perfectionist, which is why I have never made an active attempt to direct movies. There you go, folks. That answers the age old question. Um, no one asked, but thank you for that you're definitive welcome. answer. <laughs> yes, you're welcome, Ted. My life, for uh, one, is much more fulfilled now knowing that. That which is why I brought it up. So thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, Ted. You're what's your what, <laughs> what's your first pick? Um. So. I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way and say that basically 90% of the action and horror movies I've ever watched, I have liked regardless of how terrible they were. And I mean, both in the sense of objectively terrible, like they're bad movies and subjectively terrible as in they're terrible movies that I like somehow. Mm -hmm. So we'll go ahead and get that caveat out of the way. And anybody that's a big horror aficionado, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, My first real pick uh, might be my most controversial. I unironically enjoy Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. There's parts of it that I would take out and delete from our collective consciousness. (laughs) For sure. But I I find a lot of the um, negative things that are said about it are kind of dumb and and like meritless. Um. People are like, it's dumb that they're interdimensional beings. I was like, in the end of the last crusade, there's a 900 year old knight, and nobody said shit. <laughs> so I, don't know, I, I think it's a fun movie. Uh, like I said, there are parts of it that I would not have personally put in there and would like to take out. But I, generally speaking, I, I like that movie a lot, even though I don't think it's held in very high regard. Yeah. Um, so I'm not. I've seen all of the Indiana Jones movies but basically like once each i know shame on me shame on you uh, dude i watch those movies so, like four times a year <laughs> where where does that lie in which i guess quote unquote number is that in the franchise that, that is number four so okay. to date that is the most recent one okay so that that's the one with shia labeouf yes okay See, like, I remember watching that and not having a problem with it. I guess it helps that, like, I didn't grow up with the Indiana Jones movies and I don't hold them, like, super close to my heart. So if anything potentially goes awry or wrong with the movies, I don't curl up into the fetal position and cry my fucking eyes out um, like a fucking baby. Um, But, yeah, I, I remember going to the theater and seeing it there and liking it. 
Um, I saw it on opening night, Thursday it, at midnight. Yes, because that's what happened. What I do, yeah. right? Went back. That was, that was when it was safe. You could you could go to movies and not worry about getting shot. Or <sighs> this country. Or or Rona. <laughs> or Rona, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I mean, we could dither on about it, but uh, it, it's not my favorite in the franchise, and it's probably honestly my least favorite of the franchise but i i still take enjoyment from it sure uh so my second pick is just in general the fast and furious franchise um we talked a little bit about this last week mm-hmm. uh, when we we were talking about fast nine or f9 or furious nine whatever the hell they ended up calling that movie um but yeah like furious the- in space <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, no, no one under the age of thirty is going to get that joke, but I'm proud that I made it. Hey, according to our stats, the majority of our listeners are like 25 plus. So, All right, well, yeah. there's hope for us yet. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, I I totally understand everyone's like gripes with this franchise. Like, oh my god, they keep on making more, and like they're just totally ridiculous. And the thing you said about like how do they go from stealing DVD players off the back of a semi yeah. to like uh, international espionage? Right. <laughs> like how? Like you miss something in there. Um, several somethings i think right and at grand like over nine movies you're able to make a little bit of a you know a gradual step up with each movie with how more insane they get but like i think that the movies for for what they do they're incredibly self-aware like they so they kind of lean into it yeah they they really lean into their ridiculousness like they know that they're ridiculous that all the stunts that they do, like you can never do with a car. Like you just, in one of the most recent ones, they're in, um, uh, I think it was, um, oh God, I think it was in India. And they jumped a car from one skyscraper into another skyscraper. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just they, a car. Didn't they do like, that in the movie Wanted? <laughs> uh, possibly, but they also did it in here. Um, where like the car was like, um, I think it was it just in a high rise, and uh, someone owned it, and, and yeah, they they stole the car and they drove it out the fucking window and into the uh, the the neighboring skyscraper. <laughs> I might so, need to reassess these movies because that sounds dope. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, like, they are totally ridiculous, but, like, the last 17 have The Rock in them. So, like, that's, in my opinion, that's all the incentive that you need. That's um, fair. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know, I, I totally get why, you know, a lot of people shit on them and and whatnot, but I I really like them they're they're big dumb fun you know i think you need some of those movies in your life it can't be all artsy fartsy for sure i respect that i respect that anyways moving on uh my next pick we did an episode on fairly recently and that is snakes on a plane yeah i really i legitimately enjoy this movie i I think it like you said about the fast and furious franchise it really leans into the absurdity Mm -hmm. 
oh, yeah. and uh, doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't want to talk about it too much because, like I said, we did do a full episode on it not long ago. But uh, I, I just wanted to reiterate, I really enjoy that movie. Yeah, they, like you said, they really leaned into it. Like they, they actively went out of their way to make sure that no one took it seriously. Like when they were writing it, and, and in fact, could not be taken seriously. <laughs> right, like they wanted someone tried to take a step in the serious direction and Sam Jackson threatened to walk off uh, because they wanted to rename the movie something serious. And he was like, no, you're going to name it motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane or I'm walking. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's, uh, that's all she wrote folks. So um, yeah, that's, that's a good pick. Um, my next pick is, uh, Magic Mike and I actually I unironically unironically like this movie. I I really enjoy it. It's uh, I I'm a big Soderbergh fan. Soderbergh, however the fuck you say his name. Um, I will admit I do watch it because I'm kind of jealous that I'm not like fucking buff like that. But I actually think it's a good movie. You know, all uh, dick pumping aside. Which is actually a scene in that movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I've never seen this movie. Um, my oh yeah, only, there's a, there's a dick pumping scene. I'm sure. Uh, it's called Magic Mike. It just goes with the territory. Uh, yeah. My only, my only knowledge of this movie is going to the theaters and being behind these two um, uh, middle-aged, I'm assuming, wine moms, and <laughs> uh, them going and asking the poor, poor, poor person working the tickets. Um, about every single movie that was playing and saving that one for last and then being like what is that about all coy and the uh-huh. guy just being like <sighs> <laughs> trying to explain it to him and they were like that sounds good let's see that and i just wanted yeah. to be like woman you know what you came for embrace it all right you know you know goddamn well that's the movie you wanted to see 10 minutes ago when you walked up to the fucking window right just I embrace mean, it, it. it it's it's a movie with a bunch of hot dudes with no shirts and you know and, and banana slings just you know getting you know, it, making that paper and, and, there, and there's nothing wrong with liking that okay and, and there's nothing wrong just, with doing just, that just uh yeah so just just no we're all about shut acceptance your hole. yeah well <laughs> I was going to say a little nicer than that, but basically, yeah. <laughs> right. Like I come at from, come at it from the aggressive angle and you're actually nice about it. So, what right, a weird fuck. change of pace. Right. Fuck David. Fuck that guy. <laughs> His dumbass opinions. Hmm. Um, anyways, Ted, what's your next pick? Uh, this is a movie I've probably mentioned on the podcast before. It is um, bad, but I like mm-hmm. it. And that's Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to describe this movie to a friend of mine, uh, I don't know, a year or so ago. And uh, I was like, so it's it's not good exactly, but it's got its moments and uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, uh, they didn't get it. Um, it's goofy. It's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie from the 80s. So it's basically like what can we do to get him in as little clothing as possible and look as coked up out of his mind as possible. And it succeeds. There's some stuff in it that is gross and I don't like um, that's unfortunate, but I mean, it's, it's a, it's a dumb karate movie from the 1980s. You just got to accept the good with the bad. And I like it. I liked it since I was a kid. Right. 
Yeah, makes sense. I don't think I've seen that movie. I believe I know what you're talking about. Mm. Uh, but, uh, and it has been on my list. I just, because my list is 5,000 miles long, I haven't gotten to it yet. So, uh, but anyways, uh, next up on my list is Donnie Darko. Um, this movie catches a lot of flack, I feel like, and I I get it, but I I don't I think it's because I saw this movie at like a formidable age, so uh, you know it, it kind of blew me out of the water when I saw it, and I was I don't I felt like it checked a bunch of boxes in in like movie genre categories that um didn't really make sense like it was kind of kind of humor and kind of uh or kind of comedy and then kind of sci-fi and kind of horror um and i had never really seen anything like it before and, and also like it had a really cool website like you went to the donnie darko website and it was like all built in flash i think and, and it like took you on this like time travel journey i just remember going to that and it was really neat but anyways like i don't know i i like the movie uh i don't really have any line of defense uh per se for <laughs> saying why i like it but it's indefensible frankly but that's not here or there <laughs> sure we'll, we'll go with that um yeah anyways um ted what's your next one um I'll just go ahead and get out of the way because I mentioned it at the top of the top of the show. But um, I, I think Showgirls is a legitimately good movie, and it's misunderstood because uh, it's got a lot of nudity nudity in it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, based on the title, and I think that uh, a lot of people were just like, "Oh, that's the movie with the Saved by the Bell girl where she takes her clothes off." And while that is true, <laughs> there's actually a story to it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I. It's not the best movie in the world, but I, I think it's better than it gets credit for. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen it, honestly. Um, but maybe I should check it out. Watch it after the kids go to bed. <laughs> and maybe after your uh, wife goes to bed, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to reserve those like really awkward movies that you just prefer to watch alone. Yeah. Like, after you know, Lights Out for everyone. Um that's how I end up watching most movies anyways, but uh, that's just because I'm a night, night owl. So, uh, but next up on my list is the amazing Spider-Man franchise. The one with uh, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. I, I feel like, so if people were to say, and I believe uh, the collective quote unquote people do say this, that this is kind of like the, the lesser than of all the Spider-Man franchises with either Tobey Maguire or Tom Holland being like neck and neck for first. And then this being like lower on the totem pole. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I do feel like it deserves a lot more credit than it's given. Um, I I feel like Andrew Garfield is way too handsome to be uh, like a dorky Peter Parker, but he was a really fun Spider-Man I feel like he had some really good quips. So, um, yeah, Ted, did you have something to say? Yeah, I I actually, I was going to say what you, more or less what you just said in that um, I think the general consensus, or at least the consensus I've seen from a lot of people discussing the three actors who have played uh, the character is that 
Toby is the best Peter Parker because he's kind of goofy. Right. Um, and, and geeky looking. Um, Andrew is the best Spider-Man. And then Tom mm-hmm. Holland is a good mix of both. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think these movies, I think they suffered the same fate as Spider-Man 3 did from the Raimi trilogy where they tried to do too much with the uh, the sequel. One of the, or I guess in Raimi's case, one of the sequels. But sure. Um, I mean, I, I think there were definitely some good parts. Yeah. I, I was really happy with uh, their decision to go with not Mary Jane and, and actually go with a Gwen Stacy timeline. Um, so I, I definitely appreciated that. It, it was a nice break from, uh, from that, you know, and, and doing something else. And I, I know that the, the Gwen Stacy storyline is well uh, held in, in, um, you know, pretty well regard amongst uh, crazed Spider-Man fans um, like myself, uh, but yeah um yeah i i think that they don't really get as much credit um and garfield doesn't get as much credit as uh, he deserves so yeah. yeah they don't they don't get talked about nearly as much as either the Raimi trilogy or of course the the, the newer ones with holland just i think for the simple fact that the holland ones are new so they're more contemporary sure. but uh, yeah yeah i i do remember the first amazing spider-man when it came out um i think it was pretty well liked but i do agree that it kind of has taken residence as the least right acclaimed so to speak of the of the available films or series yeah for sure uh what, what do you got next okay um all right i like this movie a lot when i was a kid and i rewatched it recently and i i think it holds up for what it's trying to do and that's the mummy mm-hmm. with brendan fraser it's basically indiana jones light um <laughs> And I mean that sounds cool to me, so I, I liked it. I don't think it's a a well regarded movie, but uh, I I like it a lot. So, I I kind of agree with you and disagree at the same time. Like, I feel like at the time they they were not like held as like great movies. You know, they, they could almost be like straight to DVD movies if if they wanted. They made a to. lot of money though. Right. Which I know um, is not a, a mark of, you know, quality, but, uh, but like Brendan Fraser has come back around in like a big way, like Rick Moranis style where like people want more Brendan Fraser. I think and, that's because people found out what happened to Brendan Fraser. Uh, God, I, I can't remember exact. Yeah, I I can't remember what happened. I feel so he got um he got blacklisted in Hollywood because he was um uh trigger warning assaulted um in some way by a producer and That's right. uh, and he came out to talk about it and he got blacklisted for a long time because of it and it kind of ruined his life and his marriage fell apart and that's a whole other thing yeah. where he was paying like seventy five thousand dollars a month I think in spousal support. Fuck. which is fucking madness um and, but yeah i think he's i think once that kind of came out and people were like oh oh fuck that brendan fraser rules you know um <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think he's starting to come back he's in the next um uh aronofsky he's supposed to be in aronofsky's next film so really yeah um I, I, he's supposed to star in it i think he's the lead in it um okay. i'm not 100 on that but 
Yeah, so I'm cool. glad that I'm glad that he's coming back around. I've always liked Brendan Fraser. Uh, he yeah. had he had a great mix of, or he had a great charisma that was a mix of like dashing leading man style as well as like self aware enough to be goofy and and right. not like just uh, yuck 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 it up kind of goofy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I'm pretty sure I saw at least one of the mummy movies, but the, the Brendan Fraser that I know best is his role in, what was it? Bedazzled, um, with, uh, uh, Elizabeth. What's her name? Hurley. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the Brendan Fraser that, that I, uh, I'm most familiar with. And yeah, that's just like you described him. That's kind of like, nail on the fucking head right there like he he's he had that like super good looking wavy hair that was perfect for that that mm-hmm. time period that late 90s early 2000s look um light and fluffy um he 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 was good looking but he also had like really good comedic chops too yeah. um so uh, yeah um hopefully hold you know uh, with him you know coming back into the the spotlight making movies again we'll we'll get some more good shit from him so yeah that uh that would be dope that yeah. would be dope he was also on uh scrubs for a couple episodes as i recall okay yeah all cool. right david what's uh what's your next one here all right so next on my list uh as promised uh our good buddy jeff he threw out his opinion on uh, the rise of skywalker and i said that i had it on my list as well uh i have rise of skywalker and just the new trilogy as a whole um i want to try and and hit the highlights as much as possible so i don't end end up like getting on my soapbox and like fucking yelling at people but like goddamn you star wars fans like can't you have any fucking fun like (laughs) like you people what do you mean you people you people take this shit way too fucking seriously. They are fucking Star Wars movies. Okay, the movies they are for children. They are meant to be fun. They are meant to be lighthearted. You're not meant to have a cathartic experience afterwards. If you have one, fantastic. Congratulations for you. But that's not supposed to happen by default. They're supposed to be fun. And they came out. People were like expecting just a, a life altering moments in time. And that didn't happen. And they kicked rocks and they screamed at the heavens and they were like, God damn you, JJ Abrams. And the other fucking director that directed the, the uh, last job. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. I knew that. I know what things are. Um, but yeah, off my soapbox. Um, rise of skywalker it yes it moves at a pace uh that is neck breaking um and yes they don't give finn his fair due but i think that the the movie and the trilogy overall as a whole um was fucking great um it was a lot of fun and had strong empowering female characters had fucking carrie fisher in it um so if you don't like them, you know, I, I'm sorry that you, you hate life so much. So, you know, go fuck yourself off my soapbox. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. Um, what do you even say? 
there's okay. there's nothing to say. Nope, I, I have nothing to add to that. Literally, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a this is a tough one for me because it's a comedy, and I think comedy of all genres is probably the most subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, just because if if an action movie is poorly acted, you can still like the action, for example. But if a comedy is not funny, you're fucked. Like that's mm-hmm. what your whole movie turns on. So I, I think it's a little harder to assess and appraise comedies uh, on, on a level playing ground, so to speak. But uh, anyway, I'll stop rambling about my pretentious bullshit. Uh, and then my next film is grandma's boy. Yeah. I it's so goddamn stupid. I love it so much. <laughs> um, I quote this movie too often. Um, yeah. You and I, yeah, we, yeah, with with David forth. a lot. I quote this movie. Um, I quote this movie at work. Like, fuck it, I'll go to the loony bin with you. I don't care. I don't care. I just love this movie. It's so fucking stupid, and I think that's what's so endearing to me about it. You can't get past a lion, bro. Nobody fucks with a lion. No. It's the king of the I... jungle, kid. <laughs> Sir, can you explain to me what happened to you today? Holy shit, this is fucking crazy, yo. <laughs> I come home from work, and who do I see in the tree? It's the fucking king, king of the of jungle. The jungle. <laughs> like, his his accent fucking kills me. Like, And for no fucking reason whatsoever, the dude is ripped in this movie. Like, the first time you see him, he's, like, butt naked. And, like, he's got, like, abs and everything. I'm, I'm just like, what the hell? Like... <laughs> like where the hell did that come from it doesn't matter it makes it funnier yeah it 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 really does but yeah this is a great pick ted um no i mean objectively speaking like it's it's a it's dumb oh it's dumb as hell yeah but it's like one of my favorite comedies of all time um I, i think this is like the only comedy that we've ever considered doing a watch along for like we we've discussed you know the how comedies and, and watch-alongs might not make a good pair but you know it, it, isn't that right this is like one of the, this is one, one of the it's on the short list yeah i yeah. like i said i love this movie i just watched it again the other day with my girlfriend and uh we were both cracking up at it it's just it, it's just so funny is it streaming anywhere right now or did uh we it? we watched it on uh imdb tv so okay. there's there's ads, but there I think there were only like three ad breaks of like a minute and a half each. So it's not like right. it's not crazy. Yeah, the, those IMDb TV movies um, that that get thrown up on there, the ad time is actually not bad. Um, yeah, it's not as obnoxious as like Hulu. Yeah, where it's called, like a... called the fuck out Hulu. <laughs> right. Uh, shit. Okay. Uh, well, um, next up on my list is just Adam Sandler movies in general. Um, I, I guess particularly the, the later days when he stopped doing like the dumbass comedy, like Billy Madison and, um, and happy Gilmore and stuff like that. And he started doing movies like click and, uh, what are the other ones? Uh, basically every single movie that Jennifer Anderson has been in for the last like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't understand what it is with, adam sandler and like putting really hot girls in his movies as his wife wish fulfillment uh, but i i think i would do the same thing if if i had the money and uh yeah. the, 
the the reach to be like, hey, you want to come be in my movie and play my hot wife? That like given, given schlubby sh- schlubby douche douchebags everywhere a uh, a new lease on life. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, uh, I yeah, I I don't think that his movies are really as bad as um as everyone tries to make them out to be. Like, are they the same caliber and same material as his earlier, like close to SNL days? Like, no, but you know, he grew up and he had, he got married and he had kids. So like, you know, you can't expect someone to make like the same dumbass humor films over and over again. So I don't know. I, I will say that I didn't, don't enjoy his newer movies as much as uh, the older ones. I think my next one is going to be kind of controversial um, because I'm going to lump three movies together. And that is the matrix trilogy. Okay. I know, I know, I know everybody loves the first movie. I love all of them. I will take no slander about any of those films. Mm -hmm. Damn right. Fight me IRL. I know they go off the rails and they get completely bad shit and the directors lose their way and the story loses its way. And I feel like the actors are like, what the fuck are we even doing at this point? I don't know. (laughs) Um, It's got Keanu Reeves as a cyber goth repeatedly kicking Hugo Weaving in the face. And if you don't like that, go fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) If if you don't like that, I got two words for you. Suck (laughs) That's right. We're going to crotch chop you at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> That's a callback from it's one call of our back. earlier earlier episodes. Um, I don't even know how the hell we got on that tangent on that episode, but we were talking about talking about James Cameron living the best life anybody has ever lived. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, uh, jokes aside, I mean, I, look, I get it. There are a lot of legitimate critiques about the the second and third films in that trilogy. I like them. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, what that Ted is my said. official that's my official stance. <laughs> uh yeah, okay. So, yeah, I I agree with you Ted. I uh, to love the first Ma- to love the first Matrix movie means to love them all. Um whether you like it or not. So, yeah, do it, deal with it. Um moving on. <clears throat> my next pick is Independence Day. Uh I will say that this movie is not great, <laughs> um, but You're being it, very generous. <laughs> uh, it's, however, it has got the best presidential apocalyptic speech in any movie ever. That's right. Um, Welcome to Earth is the top of the po- top of the pops for that. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think this movie just just hit at the exact right time in my life. Like I was obsessed with aliens. I was obsessed with Will Smith. Um, and this movie had both of those things. Uh, That's true. And it had a kick-ass speech from an awesome president who was like, fuck you. I used to be in the Air Force. I'm getting up there and I'm going to be a pilot at least one last time and kick some alien ass. And I was like, fuck yeah, Mr. President. Go do your thing. Um, and... Yeah, like, what else do you need? Uh, yeah, the the uh, CG was, like, fucking terrible. Um, but it's it got... 1996, bros. What do you want? Yeah, and it's got Vivica Fox. So what the hell else do you want? Uh, sure. Yeah. I watched I, that movie exactly one time when it was new. And I was just like, 
even yeah, at that's... 10 years old, I was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I love it. Um, I, but you know, I like alien movies. So, I mean, look, I'm not here to shit on your parade. Cause I, I get it. A lot of people like it. Um, it, 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 I should like it based on everything that is going for it. Will Smith, aliens, explosions, Vivek A. Fox. I get it. But I just, I don't, because it's, it's bad. But, but no, hey, I, I will say this about the sequel that everyone, including myself, waited, like, fucking forever and a day for. I remember, like, getting out of it, like, Lindsay and I, my wife, for those that you don't know, we, I remember driving out of, like, the Aubrey Mills parking lot. Um, and we were just kind of sitting in silence, and, like, we turned to each other, and we're like, that kind of fucking sucked, didn't it? <laughs> Like it was legit boring, um, not really good, and uh, just did not live up to what we were all kind of hoping that it would. Uh, did it? No, it, it did not. So, <laughs> anyways, moving on, Ted. What's what's your next one? Um, I have one last thought on Independence Day, and that is it has okay. a great REM song. That's that's the highlight of the movie uh, for me. Oh uh, yeah, and and it's got Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, you know. those are the two good things about it. Je- yeah. Um, keeping in a similar vein with Aliens, uh, I was very excited for this movie when it came out, and I do have some problems with it, but I still like it a lot more than the general consensus is, and that is Prometheus. I like it too. I actually, uh, fun fact, won movie tickets to see this movie from the radio. Really? The radio. Uh, the only thing I've ever won in my entire life. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, period? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay. I mean, aside from like, you know, my degenerative gambler days. I I won tickets to a Regina Spector concert uh, several years ago by... I do uh, not know who that is. Uh, she is a uh, singer, songwriter, pianist, vocalist. Um, she sounds delightful. She's, her, her music is... Uh, so it's not really my thing. Um, it's, it's good, but... Uh, I wouldn't necessarily go to a live show. So when I won tickets, I was just excited that I won and like that I knew the answer. Um, and so I called the radio station back and was like, hey, can I pass these tickets on to someone else? <laughs> <laughs> but, and I only asked that because I had a friend at the time who uh, was obsessed with Regina Spector and um and also had a friend that was obsessed and of course you know it was two tickets so i was just like um yeah if they're gonna be just picked up at roll call then here uh, here's a couple names that uh of people that will come and pick up the tickets and so they let me pass uh the names on to those people and and give them the tickets so that was cool Yeah. yeah anyways little uh little illegal um tangent segue there um, oh yeah is, is it you, you just you yeah went, I, right? I was pretty much done how do you okay. come back from that so uh, i you can't once again yeah. i derail everything <laughs> i ruin everything um anyways uh so uh my next pick we're, we're kind of getting down to the the bottom of the barrel uh end of the list here um one of my last picks is tusk uh legit i feel like i am in the minority here this this is like one of the tried and true um hot takes on my list um i i struggle to find other people that like this movie i love it uh i think it's equal parts horrific and hilarious um i thought it was hilarious that 
I got to see Justin Long get sewed into a uh, very horrifying um, walrus suit made out of other human body parts and skin. Uh, yeah, uh, th- there's not much that I can say about this movie. I- I'm not going to try and justify its worth. Um uh, I just know that I, I really enjoy it. And at least a couple times a year, I'll, I'll watch it just because it's, uh, I, I find it fun. And entertaining. I, I don't even think Kevin Smith likes that movie, man. <laughs> Kevin Smith. He likes all his movies. I, mean, I think he he's had... making the clerk sequel as like an apology for Tusk. Okay. Hey. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but hey, you know, whatever. You're not hurting anybody. My last pick stars everybody's favorite actor now. Uh, that is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Everyone's favorite actor now. Am I wrong? Go on the internet. Motherfuckers love Keanu Reeves. And I am a proud Ke- he- Keanu Knight. Can- can- whatever one of his followers are calling themselves now. I'm one of them. He- he's the best guy ever. Yeah, he's That's legitimately an amazing human being. Um, mm-hmm. Keanu for Prez for life. Anyway, yeah. uh, Johnny Mnemonic. This was a... It's supposed to be a big sci-fi movie in the 90s. It's uh, based on, I believe, a short story by William Gibson, who is also the author of uh, Neuromancer, as well as a lot of other famous cyberpunk-type uh, works. And uh, it just it wasn't. It was, it was not well-received at all. It was, in fact, it's not good, but I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, I saw that it was on uh, some streaming service the other day, and I was like, add to Q, because I'm going to watch that this weekend. And in fact, when we stop recording, I'm probably going to watch it. <laughs> it is uh very very corny very very dumb very very fun right um, on. of course uh maybe i'm only saying that because i haven't seen it in 20 years but hey i'm gonna i'm gonna keep hope alive here <laughs> yeah uh, like i said i have not heard of this movie um but if it has keanu reeves that's good enough for me to at least um you know give it a consider um so so yeah, uh, but the the last movie on my list is just M Night Shyamalan movies, flicks, films. Uh, aside from Lady in the Water, that uh, you're on your own on that one. Um, yeah, that was, that was a bad one. Yeah, and, and we talked uh, again about this one on our previous podcast a little bit when we talked about uh, Shyamalan's upcoming movie Old. Uh, but I, you know, I I agree that after unbreakable and the sixth sense the the overall quality in his movies kind of dropped significantly but i still think that he's got a pretty good track record you know it 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 is really hard to live up to those two movies because they really fucking knocked it out of the park they were literally like nothing we've really ever seen before um but you know i I really liked the village and everyone shit on the village. Uh, I really like signs. Everyone shit on that movie as well. Um, I think so. uh, Glass. I was, um, I was okay with that one. It wasn't perfect, but it was, it was a decent like quote unquote sequel to unbreakable. Um, It was, it was okay. I thought um, Split was fucking fantastic. Um, that was a great, like, just straight up horror movie. And James McAvoy, 
he can not only act, but he can act um, as like 24 different people um, with with great aplomb. So, yeah, I, I, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I feel like uh, his movies um, get talked down a lot. So I'm, uh, I'm here to boost him up a bit. So, yeah, I think he. um I think he has really, really great highs and really, really terrible lows. And there's right. not a lot of in between. But, uh, you know, we said this on the last podcast when we were talking about old. Um, just based off of The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, he's God tier. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like with those two movies, he's got enough cred to, like, last him the rest of his career. So. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, I that's that's the end of your, your list. Right, Ted? Yeah. Cool. So uh, I, I guess all that's left is to jump into our closing segment of shit that doesn't suck and um, and then wrap this bitch up. Uh, yes. Ted, Ted uh, you, you got a pick for us? I do. Um, as I've mentioned probably too many times on the podcast in the past, I'm a huge Godzilla nerd. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that uh, Funimation was re-releasing Shin Godzilla on Blu-ray and I might finally be able to get a fucking copy for a decent price, I <laughs> scooped one up quickly. Nice. Uh, so that is my pick, Shin Godzilla. It is, um, I think, still the most recent Toho uh, Godzilla film. It is different. It's sort of a reimagining of the origin, so to speak. It's a it's a very different kind of movie. It's very fucking weird, um, but I like it a lot. It's done by, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but it's done by the same guy who created Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, which a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with. Uh, it's pretty big in the anime community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very... Uh, t- to me, this is one of the few movies that I think gets the the animal-slash-biology side of Godzilla correct, mm-hmm. um, in that it just must be horrifying to be Godzilla. Um, and... Also, on the flip side of that, as a human, must be just horrifying to know that Godzilla exists. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a great one. I highly recommend it. It's um the like I said, the Blu-ray just got released. I think it's like ten bucks, um, so you can pick it up for not a whole lot of money. Or if you have uh, the Funimation streaming service, for some of our listeners who may or may be pretty big into anime, you, you may you may have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can watch it on there if you if you're a subscriber to that as well. Cool. Right on. Yeah, I am actually. So you, you told me about that. You said that your Blu-ray came with a digital download code or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I snagged that up so I didn't have to purchase it myself. Um, and I, as of right now, I am about uh, three quarters of the way through with it. I, I think I got about a half hour left, and I I really like it so far. Um, I, I'm glad you suggested it. I remember it coming out several years ago and seeing the trailer and i was like this looks kind of fucking cool like it's you know uh, another take uh, a japanese take on on godzilla and so i'm glad that i finally got a chance to to give it a, a watch so uh but my shit that doesn't suck is crime scene colon the vanishing at the cecil hotel um for all you uh true crime and and scary stuff nerds out there you'll appreciate this and by the time this episode comes out you a lot of you have probably already watched this um 
pretty easy to binge. It's only um, it's a docu series, but it's only four episodes, and it's uh, it it's mostly about um, Elisa Lamb's disappearing at um, at the the Cecil Hotel or the Stay on Main, however you want to refer to it, because it is technically both. <clears throat> and we did cover her story a uh, a little bit in the that informal paranormal episode uh, several weeks back, but. Uh, because of spoilers, I won't go into some of uh, what this docu-series brings to the table because it is brand new stuff that no one has seen or heard before, which more or less concludes the case um, and, and wraps it up in a, a nice little bow. But I won't say exactly what for spoilers. Um, I hope that in itself is you don't consider a spoiler. Um Ted, I don't know. What, what do you think? Did I just fuck that up? I don't think so. Um, nah, go with it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I thought it did a great job of focusing on uh, not just her appearance or disappearance, but the, the history of the hotel itself and just the crazy shit that went down there and still goes down there. Like, you know, the the infamous skid row is like, I don't remember how many square blocks, but it's a lot. There's like a billion homeless people that live around this, this hotel. Um, and the hotel is like one quarter hotel and three quarters, like low income housing. So these people that travel from like all over the world to stay at this hotel, like end up rooming with like drug addicts. It is like the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like in a, in a hotel situation, like, like people that, you know, have money that stay at this hotel, they'll end up riding an elevator with, with like people that are going to shoot heroin in their hotel room. It's, it's nuts, but I highly suggest it. If, uh, if you are familiar with her, uh, with Elisa Lamb's case, if you're not familiar with her case, um, yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out. So there you go. That's it. Okay. Well, uh, that's the show this week. Yeah, it is. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> That's yeah. It ended up being a little bit longer than uh, our our normal fare. I, I don't know how long it's going to be once we get this all edited and cut down, but um, right a little bit longer. But that's okay. Um, if you stuck with us, uh, we appreciate it. Um, and also you goofed. <laughs> yes, and also we're sorry. Um, but yeah, we 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 do appreciate you listening. Um. Like always, leave us a rating and review where applicable. That's pretty much Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, uh, I, I believe. Um, one star or five stars. None of this middle of the road bullshit. You That's commit. Right. You commit. God damn it. Yes, do it. Um, le- uh, <laughs> what are our other call to actions? Patreon. If you are into the idea of giving two jabronis your hard-earned doll hairs like two dollars and five dollars a month um we uh, that allows us to continue to do the podcast uh, a little bit easier because uh, doing a podcast while fun it's not um without its ex- its expenses so um, if you'd like to throw us a even a one-time donation that would be amazing 
If not, no hard feelings. Uh, either Some way, <laughs> right? We we will harbor a tiny bit of resentment, but we'll get over it. I hope all the bad shit in life happens to you and no one else. <laughs> well, that is something. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and as always, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye.